Hello and welcome to Coco Pods, a podcast of the Birth Center for Natural Deliveries Foundation. My name is Dr. Bola Sagade. I'm a women's health specialist. On this podcast, we talk about all the issues relating to maternal health. Today, we are fortunate to have with us Jojo and B, all the way from Atlanta, just had a baby, and they're going to be talking to us about the whole pregnancy and childbirth experience. Thank you for coming and welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. But, you know, the the Nigerian naming ceremony, um, just to give you a synopsis, it usually happens at the on the seventh day or after really and um you know people ask for the baby's name uh here and we tell them the baby is not named yet but in the african culture people know not to ask they will patiently waiting uh for a a naming ceremony like i i recently had one of my nephews recently had a a baby and all we asked for was, was it a boy or a girl? And nowadays the weight of the baby. And that's all. We wait until the seventh day. And traditionally what we do is that there's a lot of colorful dressing attire, you know, expensive dressing for the new mom to honor her. And then there's a lot of uh, elders in the community that are called to come out and there's a lot of prayer sessions going on and we even use some symbolic items to bless the baby. You know, we use things like water to bless the baby. And they say prayers like, you know, nobody is an enemy to water, that this baby won't have any enemies, something to that effect. They use honey to bless the baby that, you know, your life is going to be sweet as honey. And they use so many other items, they use salt, so many other items that are addressed one by one to to bless the newborn child. And then after that, members of the family, uh, especially the grandparents, if they're around, they name the baby. You know, so the paternal grandparents, the maternal grandparents give the first and second name, and then the parents get to choose a third name for the baby. And then that's why you see some of the Nigerian babies have like four or five long names. But this is the process. And then when the name is announced, then this is followed by festivities, you know, just to celebrate and honor the mom, you know, honor the family. There's a lot of food and just rejoicing. And and the baby is basically lifted up, like almost in the Lion King movie when Simba was lifted up and presented to the world. It's so beautiful. It's so symbolic. And, but that is what it entails, you know, so just for you to know, but I, I, I love the fact that with technology, the yep. name was just announced <laughs> yeah. by text message <laughs> <laughs> to everybody. Right. So this is, this is great. Now, Jojo, you are also into, you know, other things because, because you've had um, other children. Um, one of your, ch- uh, your children had eczema and you were just able to, in the middle of the pandemic, you know, um, you know, everybody was thinking of what to do, what next to do. Here I am at home. Can you tell us about this new hobby that emanated from you, you know, taking care of your child, noticing something and 
maybe solving a problem. Can you right. tell us about that? Yes. Um, our second child, um, and, you know, I actually struggled with eczema growing up. And yeah, I, I always, um, mm. yeah, both yeah. of us had yeah. eczema growing up. And uh, I took a lot of like medications for it. And I took um, like topical things for my eczema. I actually have an outbreak right now. But <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I found the solution because when I had my son, um, he had really bad eczema. His skin was like dry and kind of bumpy and a little scaly. Um cute little thing, his little chunky self, his, <laughs> his knees and his elbows and his back, I think just covered. Yeah. He used um, to scratch all day long. He's like, yeah. baby, don't scratch, please. And he was like, no, whatever. <laughs> no, right. Like he was just scratching. And <laughs> I'm just like, oh, poor thing. But you know, it's different when you have a child. Now I'm the parent, you know, my parents, um, when they was parenting me, you know, I had, you know, these solutions that I went to the um, doctor for, but my child is a little bit different because I'm just like, well, um, I'm a little bit more, I, you know, with technology, you you learn a lot more than what my parents could have learned. And so now in this day of age of information, I'm like, let's see how holistic we can solve this issue. And so I uh, began to come up with some different formulas using different um, butters. I used um, cocoa butter. I tried um, coconut oil and um, vitamin E. And I just kind of just mixed a few things together. Um, And of course, I didn't want to have any extra additives or preservatives. I just kind of, you know, used it. Luckily, when you put oils together, that means it's going to last. So as long as water is not involved in your mixture, you're okay. If it's just oils, you're okay. If you have water added to your mixture, then you got to start adding preservatives and stuff. So I just kept it strictly oils and butters. And I started to put it on my son's skin. And I mean, maybe within a a couple weeks, his um, eczema was like slowly just, it was going away. And now his skin is just completely smooth. Oh yeah, it's better than mine. No, I, yeah, he has some. Yeah, it's better than ours. It's his skin. And you guys are beautiful. I mean, Juju, I look at your skin. I mean, gosh, it's just beautiful, glowing brown skin. I mean, you know, I look at both of you. I mean, do you use these products for yourselves? Oh, and, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, and we just went. I just went crazy after that. I was like, oh, this is. You know, I'm at home mom too. So, um, that was a new fun hobby for me to do so i started making oils i want to get into doing soaps but i started doing um body butters and then i started to make body scrubs which is my personal favorite we used to call it electric scrubs because we wanted to add um different uh vitamins and stuff into the oils it's still coming it's still coming um but anyway i ended up um this is like a a two-year process last year during this pandemic I decided to open up my LLC. I got my LLC. I made it official. And my company's name is Ellie's Treasures. So that's E-L-L-I-E-S Treasures, which is T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E. I think. No, no, (laughs) we're going to take this again because there's no S after the is e, it's, it's Ellie dub- Treasures. Yeah, Ellie's Treasure. Right. Yeah, Ellie. Oh no, it's Ellie no Treasures. Yeah, that's no and that's the funny story yeah, about it too. Because <laughs> when I was doing my LLC and they wanted to have like a, a certain name, like I couldn't have a name that was already you know done. At first, it was going to be Autumn Treasures or um, August Treasures because I actually ended up changing my daughter's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah we I did a, we did a name change. I did a name change for our firstborn. Yeah. So um, 
uh, I ended up naming, we named her, well, her name for short is Ellie. And <laughs> her name before was August, which was named after um, this famous playwright because I was an actress. Um, but, you know, after doing some research into our um, our spirituality, I wanted to name her something more that would re- reflect um, Yahweh, um, you know, um, which is another name for God, the Most High. Um, and so we dive deeper and we end up naming her for short, Ellie. And to give them more of a cultural tie. To yeah, so exactly. Like they were just, you know, bouncing around on a trampoline in America. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we didn't want to name them anything that was just basic. You know, uh, representation is very important to us in our family. So we definitely wanted to give them something that was a little bit closer to home as far as what we believe in and the values that we're, we're teaching them. Mm-hmm. So I just want to, it says um, www.elliettreasures.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's E-L-L-I-E-L-E-treasures.com. Mm-hmm. And um, right now I have a sample in my, from, the from side. Yeah. To the like, top. The from top. the top. Yeah. Isn't this the top, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. And it's a sweet fragrant Orange is mm-hmm. that the um, fragrance for you? Change your your. Oh yes, yeah. I do change the um, change the fragrances um, each season. So what I just handed um, Dr. Sagade was um, a summer scent, which is the orange, the sweet orange scent. Um, I call it golden orange, and it's on my website still right now. Um, uh, we're currently going to switch over to our next um, fall scent, which is going to be. Cozy and warm, like latte type scents. Oh, I love latte scents. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about it. And it's just been so fun to to change this hobby into a business. I'm so super excited about it. Um, the scrubs are not only do they exfoliate your skin, but they also moisturize your skin. So I've been having fun. I use these products on myself, my husband, my children even use these products. And they are three years old and two years old. And I started using these products with them, like I said, when my son was, um, when he was a baby baby, when he was like a few months old, I started using these products with them. So they're completely safe for children and for adults and um, all natural, all, all natural no plant-based products. products. Yes. Um, yes. I, I was um, experimenting with emulsifying, which is like um, when you do add water to the product and there's just something, I'm still kind of looking for um, the emulsifier that's a plant-based product. So I'm really... Um, because if I'm not going to use it on myself, I'm not going to sell it to other people. Right. <laughs> so right. I'm looking for something um, that will help with that. But um, for right now, I just keep it only butters and oils um, because that's how you know it's definitely going to be plant-based. And yeah, it's just been such a fun experience um, creating these um, formulas. And I just want to share this with others. That's why I opened up the LLC last year during the pandemic when everyone's like, what can I do? What can I do? I'm at the house all day. And that was the thing that I found to do. And that's what I wanted to share with others as well to help with um, not only themselves, but their children as well. And I also want to say my grandma, she had, and I wish I'm like, send me pictures. She, (laughs) she had um, a rash that she had on her uh, wrist and she was trying to go to a doctor. But I, um, had already sold her some products and that she hadn't used yet. <laughs> and my mom's like, hey, why don't you use the stuff that um, JoJo got for you? And she did. And like the next day, her rash was already smooth. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Send me some photos. But she never did. <laughs> but I do have um, other photos that I will um, soon be putting on the website, other testimonies of, you know, scaly skin skin turning into something smooth and beautiful and relaxing you know 
Wow. That's wow. one I would share with other moms, moms too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. B, did you help in this journey during the pandemic? Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> did the did. scents are all him. Oh, my yeah. goodness. He is so good at coming up with these scents. You can go ahead and speak. I'm just happy. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so it's a, it's a funny story how that came about. I she, she started everything, right? And she started making the butters. And, you know, once... Once they get started, it's just like it's just like stuff just going. It's just <laughs> happening. You can't do much about nothing. Like it's just Yeah, okay. So me being the husband, mm-hmm. I just go and I look at the fragrances. I ran out of cologne and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not about to go nowhere not smelling nice. So I took a couple fragrances. Mm-hmm. I apologized, of yeah. course. I apologized later. <laughs> but I took a couple and I mixed them. And then I just had my own secret stash of things that smelled really good. And she, this was like about two weeks. And she was like. <laughs> <laughs> Sniffing around. <laughs> what? What is that? Where did you get that from? I was like, oh, don't worry about nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> and she finally caught me one day. And I had a bottle that she had left over that still had a label on it. And that's how she caught me. She was like, you, you're making my sense from now on. I was like, okay. Wow. No, I wasn't that's, even that's upset. <laughs> I was not upset. I mean, because it smelled so good. I was like, okay, well, if you're going to be mixing stuff up, you might as well mix stuff up and put it in my body butter. All right. She so that, to work. Yeah. So now you're a part of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm now employed by Ellie Treasures. Wow. Wow. <laughs> this is so amazing. Amazing. I just like your chemistry together. And you know what? This is just such a gift. And honestly, when I look at it, it's really a God-given gift. And I remember, you know, just after you had the baby, you were actually talking to me about your religion. And, you know, I I didn't understand it. And I I, I ran home and I told my mom. And my mom was like, yeah, yeah, you should know that. You don't know that. I'm like, "Ah, I don't know that. Uh, Can you, can you, can you tell us something about your religion? Yes, most definitely. Um, It's, it's, it's beautiful. And I do, I do actually just want to stop and thank you from all of my existence. Thank you very much for allowing us to be in your life and be your patients and to have delivered our child that there's nothing that can, you know, thank you and show enough gratitude for that. Like it is all praises to the most high, but you deserve a lot of that praise as well, because you didn't have to stop what you were doing. You didn't have to take us on as clients. You didn't have to do any of that. You could have said, Nope, I have enough people. I'm good. I don't have to worry about you. No, but, <laughs> but you didn't, but you're right. You God, didn't. God used me. Yeah to help you. Yeah. And just as you are immensely grateful, I am immensely grateful to God that I met you guys. I almost didn't have you guys in my life. And so I am immensely grateful to God that, you know, with, with prayer and guidance, I didn't miss the opportunity of knowing great people in my life. I I have to say that. Yeah. It's it's amazing to to be here and to be a part of, your life and your circle now, like even being back, it feels like we never really left, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I know Jojo was saying it feels like we should have had the baby at home. We should have had the baby at home or she, we wanted to initially, but it does feel like we had the baby at home to be honest. Mm-hmm. And just as a dad, as a husband um, to all the moms that may watch this or future moms that may watch this, even if there's not a dad or a husband around, whatever, whatever the case may be, this is a sense of home, you know, and you will feel at home here. And like Jojo said, and, you know, we understand like everybody here 
from the time that we walked in, gave us a sense of family and helped us to know that we were going to be okay. Even before we were clients, before we were even accepted as, okay, here's some money now love us. No, it was Mm -hmm. love immediately. And then, you know, it just poured in and poured in and poured in. And then we just had our baby here, Mm -hmm. which was amazing. Mm -hmm. And that kind of leads into and segues into the, the understanding of the culture um, slash religion that we're a part of and that we've been blessed enough to graduate into understanding. Uh, So it's Nazarenes, it's um, the Nazarites and the Essenes. So, we grew up Christian. I grew up Christian. Jojo grew up Christian. Yeah. Um, our dad's actually a minister. Yeah, my dad's a pastor, actually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we grew up uh, Baptist, Methodist, you know. And as we grew, you know, we started to kind of dive deeper and to just look into things as I think a lot of people in our age group do. We look into things a little bit more and we look with a more critical perspective than other generations or earlier generations. So we started looking at things uh, with a critical lens and we just started to see different things that we really didn't know how to make sense of. So, you know, naturally we, we stepped back for a while and we had to go back to the drawing board and just try to figure out what it was that we were taught growing up. Um, and how to make it make sense for our lives and in, in this modern day and in, in our time, how to truly relate to the creator and understanding the essence of who we are as people and bringing that all the way up to now to 2021 or 2017 when we you know started to, to make that graduation. Um, so we really we, we really prayed about it a lot and we were able to, start to do some studying and we started looking for different things and looking throughout scriptures. And there's a lot of things in scripture where you can see, um, there's really like, it's like two paths, if you will. Mm -hmm. And you can see certain dynamics being displayed in the King James Bible. So when you start to see those things, you're naturally going to ask yourself questions and say, okay, well, why is this? And why is that? And why is this? And why is that? And there are certain um, documents and other um, extra biblical books that you can look into that will kind of bring everything into a full, full picture for you, like a full spectrum. So you can kind of see the compare and contrast. And even in the the front of the King James Bible, there's an excerpt from the editors and the translators that kind of basically just gives you the rundown and you can understand things from the way that they say it. And it basically just goes to state that this is not without error, you know? So that leaves a big gap for you to say, okay, well, how do you fill this in? And what is this and what is that? And the one thing that I do want to leave for the listeners is that the most high states, and it's all throughout scripture that he's the same as he was in the beginning and he never changes. So that's the case. And he's the same from the beginning all the way through. Then that'll kind of lead anyone who's looking and truly seeking for it. Obviously you're going to need to pray to understand how to get there. But what I can leave you with is understanding that if he's the same from the beginning and that means Genesis all the way through and he doesn't change, then the interesting points in the Bible is where things start to go away from how it was in the beginning. And that'll kind of, help people to understand and help those who want to find out, understand why it is that 
Nazarenes are the way that they are. And um, if I don't know if, you know, everyone is a believer of Jesus Christ, but that is who we believe and profess as our Lord and Savior, yes, our do. Messiah, which is Jesus Christ, known as Yeshua Hamashiach in Hebrew. Um, so he was a Nazarene. And that's what we follow. And we follow the teachings of the 12 apostles, disciples that he left in charge when he ascended. So their books, all of their teachings, everything that they learned and that they documented is well known throughout um, um, theology schools, um, Ivy League schools. They study all of the extra biblical books. So these are all first century documents that we study and that we look into and that we you know, understand and we're starting to pick apart um, in our adult life. And it's just led us to know who we are, which is Nazarenes. And it's, it's a been a, it's been a beautiful experience. And, you know, it's funny because we were plant-based before we even, you know, decided and understood that we were Nazarenes. And it turns out the Nazarenes are all plant-based and they have a very strict diet. They have very strict dietary rules and functions. And it's, it's just crazy to see how you've been blessed the whole way through, or we've been blessed the whole way through. And, you know, for anyone who's on that journey as well, if you start to look back at things and where you were versus where you are now, I'm sure they'll see that they're blessed as well. So yeah, that's just a a general rundown of the culture that we identify with and that we uh, profess. And it's funny because even you, Dr. Sagati, were just like, um, you don't eat meat either, <laughs> you know, and um, you do believe in the most high, in the creator and in Jesus. So it was, it was, you know, after we had had our baby and for us to start talking about it, it's funny how the creator works, how everything just wrapped back around. It's like, aha, now I see why we're here, why we're here. Mm-hmm. Now I see why this happened. Okay. That's cool. Wow. <laughs> that's, wow. that's love. That's a blessing. That's a blessing. And you, you know, you also talk about the culture and, and, and do you want to chip into what he said? Sure. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the experience was nothing but confirmation after confirmation. Um, You know, when we were speaking after I gave birth to the baby, I'm a little nervous to kind of, I don't know why, but, you know, I guess that's probably just negative entities, but I was a little nervous to mention about the fact that, you know, we're not really supposed to be eating meat and it's kind of, um, when you kind of break things down, you understand why you're not supposed to have it. Um, because it's just, if you talk to anybody who's vegetarian or vegan, they always say, oh, my mind is different. You know, like <laughs> I can think more clearly now yeah. <laughs> and the, I'm not judging anyone I felt, I felt the same who way eats meat. Actually, and so yeah. that's why when I was talking to you about it, I was a little bit nervous. I'm like, okay, well, if you do eat meat, it's okay. <laughs> um, but it turns out that you were vegetarian as well. Like, oh, okay. Hallelujah. So that's just, that's just another confirmation because I had no idea. And so, yeah, I want to speak more about that when it comes to being a Nazarene. And, um, you know, that's just a sect that. Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ, um, followed. And um, it makes sense because when you, because like I said, we we ate meat too. So after we, um, you know, changed our eating, I like to call it eating instead of a diet because the word die is in diet. <laughs> so <laughs> the, way, the reason why we changed our eating, um, well, after we changed it, it was just like, wow, I feel more, you know, I feel like I have more discernment spiritually. And that's just the main thing when it comes to, um, you know, understanding 
of being a part of Nazarene. And um, when you read, you know, the, the gospel of the Nazarenes or the gospel of the Essenes, you understand more that, um, I don't know, like you could just think more, more clearly. You're, you, you can speak to the most high in a, in a, in a better way. It's, it's more intimate. It's more connected. And your discernment is just like, through the roof. It's a lot less brain fog. <laughs> like you, you don't have the fog, like your memories there. Like you, you can, it seems like you make um, quicker decisions that are, uh, have positive outcomes, if you will. Like, and most vegans and vegetarians that I know, they, they come off cranky, but we're really at peace. Yeah. Like we, we seem like we're hungry all the time, but we're really not. We're just avoiding negativity. <laughs> yeah. Because it's such a, um, you know, it's such a big difference. We're really like the, the, the few, you know, and even when you're, uh, you know, so-called vegan, I hate to use the word vegan, yeah. but we just eat food. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, you can have a lot of soy options and a lot of, uh, just stuff that's just not really healthy for you. Like you really are commanded to eat, you know, the, the plants of the field, the fruits from the trees, eat what the most high literally designed for you to eat. You know, like, I think it's crazy when people cut down fruit trees. I'm just like, that's the tree that the most high put right there, (laughs) right there. (laughs) And you just go and cut it down. Like that's food. And then you go to the store and buy your food when it's supposed to be right here on the ground for you to eat. There's so many different species of plants that you can eat. It is amazing. It's crazy. Um, So that's how you know that the most high, he will supply all of your needs. And um, Yahweh Shai, Jesus the Christ, um, a lot of people don't really realize how strong he was on, you know, loving his 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 animals, the animals that were made for us to be, you know, companion in companionship with. That's why we have, you know, pets and things like that. We're supposed to be loving on these animals. They're not really um, here to to kill and, and to eat. And if you think about if we wasn't really in society, if we was just like just living off the land. How often would you go out there and go kill a chicken and go kill a cow? (laughs) And would you degut it properly? You know, Mm -hmm. just think think about what is it? If the Most High put everything here, you know, for us and all the supplies are already met, already all all that we need is already, you know, here. Just think about how how you would live your life then, you know, if it's not really natural to go. Just think about how your body is designed, you know. Are we really designed to go and chase after like wild boar? <laughs> Could you catch it? You know, um, we had to like go on and, foot though. On like, foot, yeah. no, we had to go and set or without like, a trap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's just some things for those <laughs> those people who are listening who may still eat meat. Just some things to just consider. You know, just to really think about. And then you know, um, you know, even if you take spirituality out of it, there's a lot of document documentaries that tell you. Um, you know, every time you eat meat, it does clog your um, your arteries. Yeah. Um, it causes fog in your eye. And that's where um, things such as cataracts um, will appear in your life. You know, um, different types of itises like bronchitis or arthritis. These things are just an excess of mucus um, in that area of your body. Now, we have a thin line lining of mucus, you know, in our GI tract, you know, for eating, um, for reproduction, you know, pooping and all these different things. So the mucus that's there is, is is designed to be there. But when it becomes an excess, when you eat meat and dairy, it causes different um, diseases, diseases, um, in which brings disease to your body. Right. Um, and then it's so simple. The cure for all of these things, you know, I don't want to get this podcast shut down. No. But, <laughs> but the cure for all of these things is to just 
Simply switch what you eat and watch you live your life more abundantly. As Yahweh Shai has said that we would live, we would live our lives more abundantly through him. And that's why he was so strong on making sure that we didn't. That's why he loved his animals. And that's why we're not supposed to be eating them, you know, because when you don't eat them, you do live your life more abundantly. You think more clearly. Your discernment is high. I mean, I'm just I'm so excited because I I had, you know, I had pork chops. You know, I hate to say it, but I had pork chops. <laughs> I had yeah, chicken. I, you know, <laughs> I ate hamburgers, you know, all the way until... Um, Beef pat, cow patties, as mm-hmm. our minister calls it. When I was uh, a, a cow patty. Like, why are they called hamburgers? It. But, You're going to um, eating cow patties. <laughs> I went into... Um, I was a student at Georgia State. I did kinesiology and health. I took a, a food health course, and this woman... One of our assignments was to watch this document documentary. I don't know why she assigned it. It was so cruel to watch. Um, you know, these these little baby chickens just falling down and shoot. Don't really want to talk about it, but you know, just how even the food is processed, it's just like that's not really that's not nice. And it's not something that I want to eat from this point on, now seeing that how it, it got to my plate. Yeah. You are what you eat. <laughs> so at yeah. that moment I was like, oh no. I'm not going to eat um, animals anymore because it's so, and I, I'm so spiritual about things. You know, at the time I was still kind of at a crossroads in my spirituality. I wasn't a Nazarene at that time. Um, but I just knew spiritually that, you know, if, if an animal is going to be feeling angry, upset, um, you know, disappointed, let down right before it dies, I feel like that energy is still in the food. So then when I eat it, now I'm going to be angry and now I'm going to be feeling, you know, depressed and have these spirits down, yeah, yeah just just yeah. On me. i feel like because you know energy is not created nor is it destroyed only the most high has that power to do that now that's proven fact you can go and look in your science books for that energy right. is not created nor destroyed so that energy that's in that animal is going to now be in you you know once you eat it so that's why i'm just like well these things that were meant for me to eat like the fruit of the trees you know it's not um going to harm me because the most high literally designed that for me to eat and the animal is supposed to be my companions that's why, you know, a lot of people say that, well, I've heard in the past that animals are soulless, but that's not true. And I actually believe that. But, I, you know, when you have a dog or a cat, you know, horses. they have horses. They have feelings. Cow friends. Yeah, they do have feelings. So all this just to, really do, for those yeah. who are, you know, thinking that they should probably switch over to a more healthier eating and we all know that a more healthier eating what they always say in the hospitals and your doctor tells you just cut back on the meat yeah. just try to completely cut off of it and then you know even though there's a lot of like different soy options there are some soy free um meatless meat as my mom used to call it <laughs> um meat alternative that can help you um wean you off of eating um, meat i feel like that's another reason why we came here today to share that as the well the fish also affects your body negatively as well. A lot oh, of people believe that. that fish is a healthy alternative to eating regular farm-raised animals, such as uh, livestock. Not true. Mm-hmm. Fish also harms your body, especially shellfish. All types of fish harms your body as well. It brings up uric acid and all types of itises and bad things too. And brain fog, all of the, the whole board, mm-hmm. it's all bad. Yeah. And you can you can look it up. You know, anyone who, who wants to challenge the information can actually go out Please look it up for yourself. and look up the studies and yeah. the, the, the details and the documentaries. They're out there, a lot of them. And there there's so much research that has been done, especially within the last 10 years to like really pinpoint those facts. It helped. Yeah. 
I got one more thing to say yeah. about this topic. Right, right. <laughs> so as it relates to it spiritually, we know physically, um, as he say, stated that, you know, fish also isn't good for you. Fish and chicken, people think it's like, well, as long as I eat that, that's or cool. Or turkey. Yeah, or turkey. No. Like, no, all of it is going to clog your arteries and it's going to cause you to have diseases. There's even an Olympian out there. I forgot her name. I wish I could mention it now, but look it up. There's an Olympian. Um, her, she had a very strict diet. She's an Olympian. And she's only eating fish for the most part. And she still got cancer. Yeah. That was, I was like, that was crazy. So, um, But she ended up curing herself by switching to a plant-based diet. So <laughs> there you go right there, right? Yeah. Um, and so bring it back spiritually. Um, what I wanted to mention, where was I going with this? Um, now, and before you go that, if there's somebody that eats fish but doesn't eat meat, and they're trying to make that change mm -hmm. to a complete, a completely vegetarian diet, and you talked about the in-betweens like, you know, soy. I mean, what can they do? You know, yeah. they're trying to change, you know, they, right. they already don't eat meat. They eat fish, but they're trying to become totally vegetarian. Mm -hmm. That's actually the stage that my, my mom is in. She actually decided to go plant-based, but she's still eating fish. Um, well, what I would suggest is get creative. You have to get creative yeah. um, and just try to have at least two meals without you know, having fish, That's good. like just yeah. try to just be creative and don't just have like a salad, like really get um, creative with your food. You just pick a base. Your base can be either rice, um, lettuce, or when was not something else they can have at the base, maybe noodles. Right. And then after that, let's pick some vegetables. Let's do so oh, keep it simple. Yeah. Let's do bell peppers, onions, mushrooms, maybe some zucchini. That can be your topping. So now you can either have those vegetables on rice on the salad or on noodles. Now next, let's get some sauce. What type of sauce do you want? Maybe we can do like a teriyaki sauce. Maybe we can do like an avocado type sauce or a cashew sauce. These are things that we would normally eat anyway, right? When we do eat meat. Only thing we're doing is we're just taking the meat out of it. Right. So um, you can still get, you can still have a nice healthy meal, you know? Um, if you want something light, maybe you will choose like lettuce. And the same thing goes for like tacos. Oh my goodness, like um, Latin foods. This is the best way for me. That's how I um, ended up weaning myself because I love um, Latin foods. We actually met at a burrito shop. <laughs> um, so um, Latin foods is definitely a good way to wean yourself off because you can get um, you can get beans in there, some rice, and some some cilantro, some uh, you know tomatoes, pico, avocado. You can go crazy with that, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. just stuff it all Even in a mangoes. taco. Even yeah. mangoes, yeah, yeah. salsa. Um, so Latin foods is definitely what I would suggest because um, it's just, wow. you can still enjoy like quesadillas and stuff. There's so many different alternatives for and they have cheese, cheese. Alternatives too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah I know sorry. that's something else people are, struggle with is the cheese. Um, you, yeah. you can even make your own cheese with cashews, or you can go to the store. There's Daya. That's D-A-I-Y-A. -A. Yeah. There's Follow oh, Your... Chow. Sorry, Follow Your... Chow, yeah. that's C-H-A-O. And then there's Follow Your Heart. You can get that from Publix. Um, they have cheese. And then so many people are catching on to the ways. Even Whole Food have designed their own um, meat alternatives and um Dairy alternative. We're not sure certain about the meat, but definitely they have meat alternative. I mean, dairy, dairy alternatives at the Whole Foods. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what I would suggest. Just try going um, maybe two meals without meat. Even when I was younger, I found out about these things called blue zones. Um, there's different mm -hmm. like spots in the country where people just tend to live to they're like 100 years old. It's like not an issue. Like that's just the normal. Um and what they and they actually some of them actually do eat meat, but for the most part they don't. 
like they eat meat maybe like once a month. Because, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, if you do the history on, you know, how we got into eating more meat, those who were poor back in the like 1930s, they had a plant based diet, plant based eating, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, because meat was really expensive. Meat was for like the rich people, like, uh, um, you know, mm-hmm. those who had a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of like transitioned it <laughs> because they noticed they were dying from it, mm-hmm. um, getting diseases and all and dying early. From um, the people that ate meat back that ate then. meat. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. And please, please, please go do your research on what we speak on. Don't just take what we have to heart. Go do your research um, and um, find out that um, they transitioned um, the meat to being more like affordable, affordable right. um, for those who were less fortunate, so-called. And that's how meat basically got into our everyday mm. eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You're just eating meat, you know? And it's really unhealthy Most because- Most people have it three times a day. And yeah. that's, that's terrifying. And it's like multiple meat groups. Like you'll be eating a little bit of chicken, a little bit of pork, and a little bit of beef on every plate. And it's like, eventually, you know, I've seen, I've had friends actually in the past that didn't have any green vegetables, no vegetables whatsoever on the, on any of their plates for years. And, you know, they- Thank God made lifestyle changes eventually mm. down the road. But mm. a lot of them got sick. Like mm. I'm talking real sick, like mm. Crohn's disease, cancer, stuff like mm. that. And mm. I was just, I was bad. I was shocked. Mm. But, you know, I, it was like, Hey, mm. you know, I mm. definitely told you when we were growing up, cause I, I've been vegetarian <laughs> off and on since high school, you know, and we're not going to talk about how long that ago that was. Cause I'm over 29 now, but you know, <laughs> he looks good though. He looks really <laughs> Thank really you. Good. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm past 29. So. <laughs> This was in high school though, so yeah. And I struggled. I struggled with um, wings. I'm from Atlanta. Yeah, wings was my thing. And he I, actually just stopped eating yeah, wings um, like two years ago, about a year ago. Yeah, year kind ago. of recent though. Yeah, so yeah. we're we're totally like judgmental free. Like we're not yeah. judging anyone. No, I was we, I was struggling. We're like, speaking from experience. I was a Ninja here. Turtle too. Like <laughs> pizza every other day. I was. Pfft. Man, you couldn't tell me nothing. Pizza Hut knew me by first name, had my order ready. It was bad, bro. It was bad. <laughs> but I'm 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 good now. I'm off of it. Um, we're 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 totally vegan now, totally plant based. Everything is is wonderful now. I have way less brain fog, and yeah, now to see that there's spiritual implications from it as well are just like, oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Cause I would eat like pizza and then some wings, and then I just stare at her like. <laughs> yeah, I would look at him too. And <laughs> you know, sometimes I noticed that he would be a little bit more just like like a lot of testosterone and just yeah. angry. I'm just like, what's wrong with you? Like calm down. But it's funny, like the moment he stopped like when he let it go, once it like flushed out of his system, he's just like little Zen man, you know, yeah. just at peace. <laughs> oh Not- yeah, and I used to smoke. I used to smoke cigarettes really, really bad. Like I smoked a pack a day. Um, all praises to Nosai because I definitely had to get prayed over and got rid of that um, and all the bad habits that I had as far as eating meat and just you know well not to say it's bad but it's bad but you know what I mean like, yeah I had to I had to clean out my entire life but once I did you know I feel totally different like I'm a whole another person like I feel better I'm more vibrant I like total lifestyle change and it's just it just goes into the love from the creator wow. and that there was definitely a plan in our lives because I was, I don't know how you love me no. <laughs> when we first wow. met. Cause I was wow. a whole nother, wow. whole nother ball game, music industry, everything. So it was just kind of like, yeah, wow. this was not focused on the right things a few years ago. <laughs> this is just amazing. Just listening to both of you. I could, 
let you go on and on and on. And, and, and then just looking at you, you guys look healthy. You are not overweight. Your, your skin for both of you is radiant. I mean, you guys are happy people. I mean, you are definitely living out you know, your life, your spiritual experience, your nutritional experience, you know, this is, this is very encouraging to me myself. And I hope all the listeners out there can learn because you guys have shared from your heart. You've just like been real and I I appreciate you. I'm grateful to you for that. So just, you know, as we close, I just want you to give a final closing advice to, um, you know, maybe to dads out there, to moms out there, just something that can help them just in closing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, speaking from the mommy's standpoint and trying to keep it brief and just to kind of bring everything together here, let's start with our faith and make sure that you have strong faith. I know a lot of listeners out there probably um, are believers. You know, I, I like to think there's a lot more believers than not. Um, I think the only thing is when it comes to like what to do when it comes to like, am I going to be a Christian? Am I going to be a Muslim? Am I going to be this? You know, um, just have your faith and everything will tie in together. Okay. I don't think that we're supposed to... Um, like, I always wonder with all these different, you know, religions and stuff out there, who's the one that's right? When really is a lot more simple than that. I think you just you just be a good person. And you just, you don't really have to read the scripture to understand that you're not supposed to kill people. Okay? You can be from any <laughs> nationality and understand that I'm not supposed to kill. I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to do something that's going to grieve somebody. So just be a good person and have your faith and know that you can manifest um amazing things in your life and you know definitely um uh, pray to the most high um for all for all things nothing is too big nothing is too small for him and know that he will take care of you and supply your needs so that's for mommies and daddies really and children too um and then to be more specific to really and for mommies um if you could have a home birth you know that's amazing if you have to go to the hospital understand that um, keep your breath work, um, be in control when you're breathing, um, during labor, um, never lose control of your breath because then you're going to lose control of everything around you. Um, just know that, you know, the breath of life is there to keep you alive and you already have the, um, the instincts to know how to push out a baby. That's just what is designed for you. That's why you're a woman. And that's why you're pregnant. And that's what why you made it to this point of laboring. So just know that you um, are strong. Keep your breath. And as terrible as it is, um, especially during those last few contractions, it is so beautiful when the baby comes through the matrix and is into this world and you are holding it. Keep that in mind and know that it will be over. You're not going to be laboring for years. This is just <laughs> for a, a moment. OK, and just think of it as that. Um, and that's the message to the mommies. And if you're at, at home, mommy, come up with a business, you know, um, to help prevent, um, postpartum depression. Let's find a hobby. It doesn't have to be a business for me. I ended up turning my hobby into, um, Ellie treasures and, um, a company that I started for my child, um, to help him out with his eczema. Um, so find a hobby, um, keep your faith and live life each day. Maybe like it's your last. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all I have to say for the mommies out there. And 
do your research on everything that we spoke on today. Do your mm. research on the physical side of things when it comes to the food and do your research on the spiritual side too so that you can see honestly how they tie in. I always like to say that science and God is really one and the same. You can't really separate them because he created all things. So just do your research on both sides of it. Wow. Wow. And B, we want to hear some closing thoughts from you. <laughs> right. Trying to keep it brief. Yeah. That's difficult. Um, hmm. Well, I do want to say um, as far as to all of those that are watching this because they're expecting a baby or, or maybe they're planning to have a baby in the future. If you don't really care for hospitals, but you're not really sure about going home <laughs> to be at home because everybody doesn't have the confidence to be at home. You know, that's a that's something that you really have to work your way up to, because the the one reason that we did have our first child at the house was because we weren't really confident enough to have the baby at, you know, at home. Just like, oh, baby. you mean the, the reason you had the baby at the hospital, mm-hmm. not Our at the house. Yeah. yeah. We were yeah. just like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we weren't, we weren't totally confident about it. So we were just like, okay, we'll just go to the hospital, but no, uh, you can go to the birthing center. You're totally fine to go there. It's totally cool. Like it's not a bad place. You don't get the whole hospital. We must vibe, you know, it's not, <laughs> you don't have to like stab your child with 800 needles because somebody's getting paid behind your back. Like it's totally fine. Like it's cool. If that's where you want to be, you want to be somewhere where it's a controlled environment. You're, you're not going to have to worry about the safety of your wife or yourself or your child. You know, this is somewhere you want to come. This is somewhere you want to be and you'll be taken care of just the same as you are at home. So don't worry about that. Uh, faith wise, take your time and listen to the voice of the most high because we all can hear. Him. You know, if you can't hear him, stop eating for a while. You're going to get spiritual. Fasting. That's what <laughs> take, some, take some time and step back. You know, don't starve yourself to death. Obviously, don't fast for 50 days if you're not experienced in doing so. But, you know, if you just want to just eat strawberries for a couple of days and drink some water just to try to get in touch with nature and, you know, have your own spiritual and mental retreat. Even if you can't afford to do it physically, you can always go on a retreat mentally and spiritually without having to totally leave the area. Yes. The physical place does matter a lot, but if you just can't at the time, you can definitely take some time within yourself to just do other things that are going going to help you to have a more clear understanding of what the Most High is saying to you, because we can all hear him. That's a gift that we have, and that's what we were born with. No one and nothing can take take that from us at all. Um, don't make decisions based upon what other people tell you. Do it because you feel it and you know it's right. And that's for everything that you're dealing with in life, you know, um, whether it's birthing your child or changing your diet or reading your Bible more, whatever it is, don't do it because I told you or Jojo told you or Dr. Sagati told you do it because you felt like it was right. And that's what was supposed to happen. Um, and I do want to once again, personally, thank you, Dr. Sagati, for just loving us, man, and really allowing us to be here and then to be able to double back and, and share testimony. That's that's a gift. Uh, that's that's beautiful and it's it's really really appreciated and we hope we pray that we'll be back and invited back to do whatever else in the future that you know we may be able to help others with in any way that we can whatever maybe just call us we're here at any point (laughs) 
Thank you guys so much. You guys moved me to tears so many times. But thank God. Thank you guys. This is beautiful. Coco Pods podcast wants to we want to thank Jojo and B. They came all the way from Atlanta. They just wanted to share experiences, educate us. We are so grateful to them and I just want to say thank you. We love you guys. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you.